Hey there, this is Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. This podcast is all about helping Colorado-based small business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals discover the strategies and systems that take their marketing to all new heights. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. My guest today is John Murray. John is the CEO of Jam and DJs Denver. He's been announcing for more than a hundred in a hundred different arenas and in several countries. So you've probably heard his voice before. For all the listeners here in Denver, you will probably recognize his voice because John is the voice of the University of Colorado men's basketball and football programs. He also does the announcing for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket men's and women's basketball, baseball, and volleyball pr- programs. John has a show-must-go-on mentality and a passion for creating memorable events that have definitely elevated Jam and DJs to an industry leader in multiple states. John, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on today. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start back at the beginning. You know, tell us where you grew up, uh, what your life was like growing up, and how did that impact your eventual career and professional journey? You know, growing up, um, I was born and raised in California. Um, I, I was there for quite some time and, and I was actually, uh, and a lot of people actually don't know this, but I actually grew up in a kind of poverty stricken household. Uh, I, I kind of joke around about it with some of my friends, but I think I make Eminem look good. Um, you know, I was that, that trailer park kid who didn't have a lot of money and there was a lot of just crazy circumstances. Um, but, and it's really funny because a lot of people, you know, when they first see me, they're like, oh, this must have been handed to you by like mom and dad. And you, you know, you must be a trust fund kid, whatever. And I'm like, Actually, you'd, be, you'd actually be very surprised. Um, but, you know, growing up in that, um, I, I guess I kind of always had the mindset that, you know, when it's time for me to start a family, um, I don't want my kids to ever go through what I went through. So it always made me kind of grittier, tougher, kind of a no BS, no drama kind of guy and work to get what I want. Um, and, and so, you know, over the past 20 years, we've just grinded and, and really tried to do what we can to make things successful for us. Can you take us all through your career journey, uh, like where you started out, the, the different professional stops you've had along the way? Sure, absolutely. So one of the funny things is when I was in California, my mom and dad, for whatever reason, they thought it would be a good idea to move to Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, which is actually kind of what brought me out to to the western area of like Wyoming, colorado wish. And man, I had no idea what they were thinking. But um, so what, what's crazy is I think it was in middle school. Um, I got tasked to help put together a fundraiser because, you know, the schools there couldn't really afford to do like school dances and stuff like that. So, you know, I put together this fundraiser car wash literally completely by myself. Um, and one of the things I did is I went to a local radio station. I was like, hey, we really need to try to get some people to come do this because we really want to have the school dance. And they were actually so impressed with me wanting to do this and the fact that I went there on my own with like not even an adult present. They're like, how would you like to do like an internship and do some fun stuff? And so actually like middle school and through high school um, is when I actually started doing radio. Uh, and I started off kind of doing like an internship, like being the, the little morning show sidekick. And then it, it turned into, you know, helping do my own shows and and all of that craziness. So, um, so I did that. And at the same time that I was doing the, the, um, radio station, I also started working for a mobile DJ company up in Cheyenne. And that's kind of where I kind of started learning the business. And I was like, okay, well, there might be something more to this. Um, and, and what was crazy in high school too, um, when I was doing radio and the mobile DJ stuff, I had a guidance counselor in high school say, John, you got to quit this DJ stuff. You're never going to go anywhere in life. And I was like, yeah, challenge accepted. Cool. We got this. 
That's awesome. I mean, it's um, sometimes someone saying that you can't do something is always going to give oh, motivation. You a little bit more yeah. motivation to be like, well, I'm going to prove Absolutely. you wrong. <laughs> so Absolutely. Without on, question. On that track, you know, if someone is listening right now who wants to be an aspiring or, or, or is a new business owner, what's sure. the biggest piece of advice that you would want to give him or her? One of the things, and and I'm talking a lot to to colleagues in the industry now, uh, especially with all everything that we're going through right now. And one of the things that I would strongly recommend is one: don't ever give up. Um, chase your dreams. Go for it. Don't take no for an answer. But more importantly, learn your trade. Learn. You know, if you want to open up a coffee shop, look at what all the other competitors are doing. And learn from what they're doing, learn from their successes, learn from their mistakes, and try to take the best of all worlds and, and come up with something that's your own and, and make it better than everybody else's. And, and not to say we're like the best thing out there because, you know, we're always growing and, and learning and trying to do new things also. But one of the things that, that I've really prided myself on over the last three weeks is, man, I think I've watched about 40 or 50 webinars and you know they actually had a mobile conference like uh, zoom must be making a killer amount of money right now but it's a uh, it's crazy the amount of knowledge uh if you actually just take the time and focus and how much you can even take something like a financial seminar and implement that into your business where you've got the tools and resources and do it the other thing too is do it and do it right don't cut corners um i've learned along the way that you know you could try to cut corners here and here but it's actually going to cost you like 30 times more down the down the line so to, to fix those areas that you cut corners in exactly it's uh the time you're gonna have to spend fixing the mistakes from cutting the corners. Yes. definitely not worth it so it's uh Indeed. always something that i keep in my back of my mind too when i'm, I'm working on a project uh, absolutely if uh you could go back and do anything differently in your journey to, to where you are now, what would you, what would you change, um, if anything? I'm a very A-type personality. So part of that is, is that I, I'm very passionate about everything that I do. Um, so I, I think part of it too is in some areas, slow down. Um, don't feel like I have to have everything right now all at once. And be more patient with people. Um, I there's there's a lot of stuff especially when you're dealing with people and and in the industry you you just you got to take time to realize hey there are people too and you've got you've got to really figure out how to communicate with people how to work with people and and how to treat people nice and not say i was i was like this mean arrogant like but it, it's just something that you know as i grow and i learn more i'm like okay well next time i could probably do that a little differently and i and i can do this and this so Absolutely. Do you think that that's one of the biggest mistakes business owners do make when they're trying to grow and sustain a business? I, I think there's that. And I, I would say our other biggest thing is just making sure you know all the rules and regulations of, uh, of just everything in general. Like one of the things I strong, strongly recommend, and this is a good time to do it because the SBA has been super resourceful for a lot of small businesses. Read through their website. I, I kind of wish I did that before because it's like, oh, okay, great. Um, us as a company, um, shockingly, we've actually never taken out a loan. We have zero credit card debt. Um, so everything that we've built has been from the ground up and being cash flow positive. We've never gone into debt. And um, what was crazy about that is all the resources that are actually out there. So go through and look at the resources and try to get help where you can. And don't think that you have to do it all on your own because you don't. Absolutely. And, uh, especially right now with all these, as you were saying, webinars and, and podcasts and everything out there too, there's a abundance of uh, free knowledge out there 
right now if you absolutely if you have the time to look for it. So looking at your business, uh, what does your, your model look like for finding and engaging and, and selling to your ideal clients and customers these days? What, what type of marketing have you found works for your, best for your business? We, man, we do just about everything. Um, we do everything from Google, LinkedIn, every social media platform, except for TikTok. I still haven't seen the, the value of that. I'm sure that one will hit me in the head someday. But uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Pinterest, it, it, growing all of those and growing them organically, um, you know, doing doing the right kind of stuff with, with Google, doing the right um, kind of websites for like weddings and trying to find, you know, basically kind of what your niche clients are. The nice thing about what we do is that we we do every kind of event that, that's out there, everything from small bar events to super mitzvahs, school dances, corporate. Um, we, we do stuff for the Broncos on game day. Um, so yeah, we, we got, we, we cover every, uh, every, every end of the spectrum, but the, we have to, uh, not put all of our eggs in one basket too. You know, and I think you said something that's really important is you guys have been trying to do things organically the right way. Uh, because I see a yeah. lot of companies out there, is, is, you know, posting very sparingly, uh, posting a lot of just one type of post, like, which is directing back to their website, sure. but not really a ton of other content or value for the people following the page if uh, unless they're trying to buy something right then. So it's great to hear that you guys are, are know, trying to implement the best practices for your so Well, and, and I encourage businesses too, is that you, you have to figure out who you really want as your target audience. Um, I, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of business owners like anybody who spends money. That's, you know, I'll, I'll take anybody's money, but that, that's actually not the right answer. Um, one, a good friend of mine who, who does a lot of stuff, uh, they've always had a ABC policy, or I think that was what it was. It was like, like base, no, NBC, no bad customers. So, so they b- figured it out very quickly that, you, you know what, just because they have money doesn't mean they're probably the best client for you. Um, and, and that's something that we've kind of had to adopt too, is that you know, we're, we, we like to help out as many people as we can, but we're not the right fit for everybody. Yeah. And that's, uh, as an entrepreneur, I've, I've learned, you know, there, there's people out there that are, uh, it's always hard saying no to money, but it's a lot better to try and find the right customer, the right client where you guys have a good understanding of each other and you guys can put out the best product available. Uh, Absolutely. So I know that you spend your time both here in Colorado and, uh, in Georgia still when you are here in Colorado, but what is your favorite thing about living and, and working here? What's, what's the appeal to having a business in life here in, in our great state of well, Colorado? You got that jersey right behind you for John Elway. Uh, I, I can tell you, I've been a diehard Broncos fan since like the mid-80s, uh, back in the Sammy Winder days, Carl Mecklenburg, John Elway. Like, so, so a lot of people who say you're bandwagon, I was like, I, I was actually probably one of the few, and I hope I don't get get bombarded for saying this, but I was actually one of the few who saw Peyton Manning come in. I was like, what the heck is this guy doing here? And, and, and I was actually very reserved about it. Uh, I, I was not a Tebow maniac either, but I was, uh, I, I, I was a little cautious. I was like, yeah, okay, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. But no, I love the Denver Broncos. Um, you know, aside from the Braves, I, I do like going to Rockies games too. Um, no, and it's such a cool, fun, clean city, and there, there's a lot to do. Um, I, I'm a big outdoors guy too, so I love going up on hikes. Um, Hanging Lake uh, up in Glenwood Springs is one of my favorite hikes in the whole wide world. Uh, but no, it's just it's a great place to get out and a great place to go do stuff. So again, hopefully all this passes where we can kind of get back to normal. 
exactly. Yeah, it's uh, we've had a lot of great weather here, so it's, yep. it's definitely uh, hard to to stay inside and not go take advantage of hikes and and bike rides. Absolutely. What? So I guess you, you've mentioned you enjoyed hiking, hanging. Like, what what do you like to do away from the office? What what does a fun day look like for you? Anything physical. Again, I'm such an A type personality that I love traveling. Um, one of the things I was blessed to do is uh, actually go on tour with the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, announcing their games. So so with them, I, I got to see the world twice over uh, and and do a lot of fun and get paid to travel. So I, I'm very big into traveling. I'm very big into trying to do something I've never done before. So, and, and there's so many different places to explore in Colorado. A lot of people don't realize that, that everything from like the caves to, to like the sand dunes, well, there, there's so much fun stuff. You just got to get out there and go do it. Now you were saying that you enjoyed traveling with the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, what are three yes. favorite places that you have been able to travel to professionally? Craziest places. Um, I, I, I've always loved London. Uh, in fact, I've been back there a couple of times uh, since then. Uh, London was awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of internationally or, or local. Um, internationally, probably like London, uh, Greece was kind of cool. Uh, and, and then obviously Rome was, was absolutely amazing. Um, so being able to go to like, like Rome, Venice, uh, and all that was, was pretty awesome. And not having to pay for it. Hey, come oh, on, be I mean, you, can't, you can't beat that. Absolutely. Um, but one passion so many business owners and entrepreneurs have is, is to build a business around their lifestyle and yes. not the other way around. How has that played your story and approach in running your business? It's, it's exhausting. I'll tell you that. Uh, but because again, going back to the thing, I, I'm a very active person. Um, I'm the person who like when, when we were on tour, I was the guy who would always like drop my bags to the hotel and go. Like, like I, I don't sit still, but, but I think that that having that mentality nowadays is what actually makes you successful because that there's a lot of people and hopefully I don't get shot in the foot for this one too, but with some of the millennial mindset that, you, you know, you, you want stuff, but you don't want to work for it as much. Um, you've got to, you, you've actually have to put in the work. And the more you, you focus something that is around your lifestyle, I, I think that you're happier. Um, you know, it's the age old mindset that if you really love what you do, you're really not working. While this has become a job because, you know, we actually have, I think over 40 employees now. Um, it, it is something where it does turn into a little bit more of a job, but you know, when we get a chance to actually like go out and do events and we get to do these high fun production events, it's, it's very gratifying. Uh, and then on top of it too, we get to do a lot of great stuff for the community. Like we, we try to help out as much as we can for Children's Hospital. We do a bunch of stuff for Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So it's also very gratifying to be able to, to give back to a community too that, that has done so much for us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, I think that if you're sitting, if you, if you are just sitting and waiting for things to come to you, you're never going to be able to take your happen. company to the next, to nope. the next. What, what is the biggest piece of advice that you've ever received and, and how has that impacted your business or, or life even? Biggest piece of advice. Um, one is like never give up uh, and just and keep moving. Um, don't, don't rely on others to do what you need to do. And, and that being said, again, you just, you got to keep moving. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, John, before we finish up, is, is there anything that sure. I didn't ask you during today's discussion that you think is important to share for other small business owners? In, in this time that we're going through right now, I know it's very trying, especially for small businesses. 
um, don't give up. Uh, don't, don't get stuck in a rut and find projects to, if you're one of those people where this kind of thing is easily distracting, find a project to do. Uh, one of the things that we did right away uh, is since I, I got down to my office, it's like, okay, I got to clean, I got to decorate, I've got to do all this other stuff. Um, one of the things I did is I pulled up our website and the craziest thing about this is I had to laugh. We actually found references on our website last week. We, we haven't updated since then that actually referenced uh, Blockbuster Video, $11 movie tickets and 18 dance club. So we were like, well, David. okay, well, I am going to go through every single tab every single link, every single picture, every single video, and we are revamping this whole site. So started with that, and then we went to all of our social media stuff, make sure all the content was, was... Anyway, long story short, we did a bunch of work and we're still doing it probably for the next two weeks, but we are cleaning house and we are making sure that everything is perfect. So that way, all the stuff that obviously we've been avoiding for the past two years because we have been busy is all done and I'm not gonna have to worry about it. So when this clears, we're going back into show mode and we're gonna make sure that we're good going forward. So I encourage other people too, if, if you're struggling with the current situation, give yourself some projects and some work so you don't have to do it later. And when it is time to get back to work, you can, you can hit it full throttle. Awesome, John, this has been such a great conversation. Where can I send uh, the, the listeners to learn more about you and your business online? Sure. Um, we have our website, uh, myjamanddjs.com. Uh, again, just freshly updated, so that's good. Uh, they can also email me, john at myjamanddjs.com if they, uh, they want to chat. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much again for coming on to the show today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepsocialcommunications.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just look for Katie Brinkley. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.